Welcome to the Center of the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. And we had so much fun the past few weeks hanging out with Dustin. Did you guys love it? Oh my gosh, he is amazing. So much fun. Somebody put on our um, social media, is he like 12? (laughs) (laughs) He does look so young. He's definitely younger than we are. Yes, but not that. But not 12. He's like the Doogie Hauser of fashion and lettuce. Right? You're <laughs> welcome, that. Dustin. We have all kinds of promo tags for you, right? <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed those past two weeks, and they were so much fun. And I think just a, just a fun little escape, thinking about, you know, fun things and the way God's made us. But before we close out the year, we just thought it would be awesome to reflect on Christmas Mm. and Jesus because this season isn't about shopping and just Christmas parties. It's so much more. It's about hope and the expectation of a coming Savior and all those things. All those amazing things that I feel like get so lost in the shuffle sometimes. The shuffle is the understatement. Like the explosion of Christmas might be more of what we're talking about. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is good, the explosion of Christmas. Well, I think for me, hope has been this really strong word that keeps coming up over and over again. And as I was looking at Psalm, just meditating on Psalm 130 this week, it says this, and this is just verses 5 through 7. I hope, Lord, my whole being hopes, and I wait for God's promise. My whole being waits for my Lord more than the night watch waits for the morning. Yes, more than the night watch waits for the morning. And there were just three words that stood out to me more than anything. And it was whole being hopes. And I just kept asking myself, like, am I waiting for God with a whole being hope? What does whole being hope look like? I was so excited that you asked that question because I have no idea. Are you going to tell us? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's so beautiful to think about. Like your whole being is hoping. I love that. And I think that I get caught up in other things and I miss the depth of what hope really is. And the Lord really kind of gave me this little formula Honestly, <laughs> so I, I love the Lord. He knows my little personality. Um, <laughs> She's got checklists and formulas from God. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He He did create me. So when you, verse seven, if I, I did kind of stop at verse six, but it says, Israel, wait for the Lord because faithful love is with the Lord because great redemption is with our God. And if you, you know, read this in a couple of different translations and all the things, anyway, it's, it's just so eye opening. And he gave me N plus four plus on plus two equals hope. N plus four plus on plus two. (laughs) Yes. Equals hope. Oh Lord. Okay. Here we go. (laughs) Okay. Wow. (laughs) See what she has to put up with. So. Grab a pen, guys. I think it's going to be a pen and paper kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what whole being hope looks like is these these four things. Trusting in God. Waiting on God. Praying to God. 
watching for God, which is your N on, you know, two and four. Okay. So I just want you to know that I saw the letter N, yes. then the word on, then the number two and the number four. four. So you can have to be a little more specific for me, girl. <laughs> well, that was kind of the point, right? <laughs> With the formula. But I love that because um, then I go to the opposite and I think, okay, what blocks me from this whole being hope? Oh, quick answer. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> there it is. Okay. There it is. Some facts. I mean, we get in the way because busyness doesn't come and find us. Oh, girl, that's a hard truth right there. We wow. go find it. All right. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. <laughs> we find it. Now, I'm not, you know, sometimes we don't go looking for trouble. It lands on our doorstep. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's a little different. But to be fair, business... I came to your back door today, not your doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> a little present on the back door. But I think... So if we just kind of break this down, like what gets in the way, the trusting, the waiting, the praying, and the watching. I love the watching. But if if we're watching for God, we have to be doing these other things. We have to be trusting and praying and waiting. It's the waiting part that's so hard. Yes, because I'm all about jumping in. Yeah. Right? I mean, all of it's hard, but for me, the waiting because I want to take control. This is the me, myself, and I. I want to take control of the situation. I focus more on myself than other people or God. Right? I find that really hard to believe. Well, I know mm. you pretty well. <laughs> well, you're sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm only like looking out for me. Also not true, but I do appreciate this. This is a grace message. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you, we are, I mean, we are selfish in nature, you know? I mean, we still do put up, like we protect ourselves from emotions in certain situations or... I feel judged right now. That was rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's called denial. Thank it's you very much. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love you today. <laughs> oh, our goal for today was not to cry. Right. We're yeah. not crying today. You know those days where you just feel really teary? And I confessed to Melissa, I'm like, I just feel really teary today. And she said, I do too. And we're like, oh, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> but I said to her, I said, I think that what happens is we do get so busy and we start doing the, the Lord's job, right? Um, and we start trying to make, create the harmony and create this encouragement and endurance and perseverance and maturity for other people and ourselves. And it's not from us. Um, it's from him. And if we can just, if we can just stop sometimes and reflect and feel the things instead of doing the things we feel We've got to feel, we've got to cry, we've got to process. And I think we quickly just, eh, don't have time for that. Well, we sweep it on the rug and we've talked about this before. Sometimes we're not in a space where we have the availability, whether right. it be physically or emotionally to manage that, but we still need to go back and do it. And 
you know, if you find yourself not having the time, then you need to cut something out of your schedule because you will never, what, what did, um, gosh, Justin always said, oh, reveal and heal. That's right. God's going to reveal it to you. Now you need to go heal it. If we're trusting in him, you know, it just, again, if we want to experience that whole being hope, we've got to trust in him and his plan. And we've got to trust enough to wait on him to act and not try to take it on ourselves to do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's hard. It is. That's hard. I mean, I think about Mary, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Jesus's mom, Mary. I mean, he, what a crazy situation for her to be in. Um, you know, like the angel comes and says, okay, you're going to have God's baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to need to see her diary. Yeah. It's probably real juicy. I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, she totally trusted the Lord. You talk about trust and, to, and prayed to him, waited on him, watched for him, and just totally obedient. Right. So I think sometimes I will get in the habit of not in the habit, but I'll pray about something and I feel like, okay, well, I've been praying like this is coming up in four days. So I'm praying to you about it. I'm praying to you about it. I'm praying to you about it. Now I'm just going to go do what I think is the best because I've prayed to you about it. Eh, Wrong answer. (laughs) (laughs) Right. There's that waiting for God part. Why do you think it's so hard for us to to do that, to sit, to be still, to listen, to trust? I, I think as Americans, mm-hmm. uh, it's all about the busyness and the doing. But actually, it's also about escaping mm. and avoiding. I can honestly say when I first started sitting quietly, which did not happen until I was 40 something. So if you're old, there's still hope friends. Uh, (laughs) I remember it was so uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to be faced with truth about you. It's uncomfortable to be, um, analyzed, analyzed by yourself or if somebody else maybe shares some stuff with you. It's really hard to reflect on that and to process it. And then to actually do something different about it. It is far easier to push it aside, mm-hmm. point a finger, be mad, walk away, and be angry. Yeah. Do you know how many times I would walk out of my um, counselor and I'd be like, I don't know who he thinks he is, but I <laughs> am never coming back here again. Yep. See you next week, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would spend a few weeks sitting on whatever, and I'm like, He's right. It's hard to be like, have it thrown in your face and not people aren't throwing it in your face, but for it to be plain as day, black and white, it is hard still to read that. But then when you do have that information presented to you, no matter what it is, you're at a crossroads. That's right. And you get to choose where are you going to go with that? Are you going to continue to ignore it? Because let me tell you, God's warnings they start off kind of gentle and soft, but they quickly, quickly can escalate. <laughs> That's right. He's taken us he's, um, to growing and maturing. And that is his, that's his goal, right? To mature us, to 
to grow us closer to him, to be more like him. I mean, he loves us. And as parents, if you're a parent, you know, we don't give our kids everything they ask for uh, because we know better. I mean, my son did have ice cream cake for breakfast. I mean, every now and then, that is good. It happens. (laughs) (laughs) But a loving parent doesn't give their kid everything they ask for. That I know. Yes, you're you, you, you know? are correct. In fact, I made my brother serve it. So I was like, I am not doing that, but Uncle Bill, you can do that. That's right. You can get away <laughs> with it. Or the grandparents or yeah. whoever. Um I think I wanted to read Romans fifteen. This it says, May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in, um, in the message translation, it says, May our dependably steady and warmly personal God develop maturity in you so that you get along with each other as well as Jesus gets along with us all. Mm. Then we'll be a choir not our voices only, but our very lives singing in harmony in a stunning anthem to the God and Father of our Master Jesus. I love that image of all of us as a choir in harmony with one another. I feel like there's not a lot of harmony. There's not a lot. I mean, not in the world, not in families, not in communities. Shoot, not even in churches. I think we've lost this whole being hope that we're talking about today. Like, we have lost that trusting in God. We have lost, we, instead we go on our efforts, my efforts. Um, we've lost the waiting on God because we're like, okay, this is on this is my counsel and my encouragement and I'm going to, it's all, we make it so much about me, myself and I, mm-hmm. we forget to pray to God. We, we make other people or ourselves God, right? It's mm. like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take care of this. I've right. waited, like you said, I've waited long enough. I'm just going to, obviously God is not answering. Too busy. Doesn't care. Hasn't heard me. And then that, watching for God. I mean, when we, the glory and the beauty and that hope that comes from watching for God and you're watching for him and you actually see him at work in your daily life Mm -hmm. is so powerful and can spur us on in such an incredible way. But it's also so easy to overlook. Oh yeah. Because like you said, we can chalk it up to we did that or you know they did that for us but that's where spending time with God every day and writing out your requests and like journaling so you can go back and see that it was God at work and give him the proper recognition and you know that sounds kind of crazy in this day and age we're like oh you know we don't want to no you do want to elevate God you do want to praise him you do want to acknowledge how great he is and worship him yeah I would, I would really like to emphasize as we approach Christmas to focus on the watching. You know, just like the star showing up in the sky, how people are waiting and watching for signs of the coming Savior. 
and the shepherds were watching the star that night and the wise men were watching for the safe figuring out when and you know the safe way to journey to Jesus all of those things in anticipation I want you to give yourself permission to watch for the Lord to listen to him like I mean carve out time and put it on your calendar mm -hmm. because we will real quickly put on a Christmas lunch or a Christmas shopping trip or you know a party or whatever it is um, and those are great but can we please put Jesus on our calendar mm. and watch and listen for him yeah you know I I started an advent calendar with my kids and their advent blocks is what it's called and it's just a little advent study and um it's just a little way that every day we can acknowledge what the season is really about and i don't want to say little because it's very impactful you know i i wish i could say that i did a study with my kids every day of the year because that's what a good mom would do but i don't <laughs> um but just encouraging your children and helping them to be watchful of god and sharing with them the ways you're seeing god at work um in your everyday conversation, it doesn't have to be sitting around the table reading the Bible every morning, but just living your day-to-day -day life, God can come up easily every single day. And you can say, well, look what God did or look how that worked. Yeah. It's, it's a practice and it's hard at first and nothing's going to happen at first if you're just starting. But I was sitting with a group of women recently and we were talking about how the trees were just really speaking to us. We were going through scripture and just talking about how the Lord had spoken to us through that scripture and we all kept going back to the trees. And it was like how deeply rooted they were or how the leaves would just let go and fall without, you know, but then there were the ones that would hold on. And, and I said, you know, it is so interesting that Jesus is still, just as he did in the Bible, how he used parables to mm -hmm, teach us. Mm -hmm. If we are watching and listening and waiting on God, we see him still talking to us through his, the world around us in parables. Mm. I mean, we all got this amazing lesson, a different one, and we all pointed back to a tree. Right. Because <laughs> we were all sitting outside. And it was such a beautiful day. But, I mean, God is still... He is still speaking. He is still so active and his word is so alive if we will just pay attention. I love, there's this, um, I'm just going to pull out this small portion of this really amazing poem by Ted Loder, but it says, Make me attentive still to good news, to small occasions, and the grace of what is possible for me to be to do, to give, and to receive. Mm. Because beneath the, the dim and the fury of great moments and harsh news and urgent cries, he goes on like, there is good going on in the swirl. Yeah, I guess, you know, the thought that comes to mind when you're saying that is, what are you spending your time on? Where's your time going? Who has access to your mind most of the day? Mm. Is it CNN? Is it Oof, the news? I hope not. <laughs> or is it the Bible? Or is it uplifting messages? I mean, you can you can look, whatever you look for, you're going to find, right? Just like if you're looking for God, you'll find him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's so true. And I think for me, 
what has been so freeing about all of this, just kind of this revelation about this whole being hope, it all points back to God. It's not about me. Because mm. I can feel we can get so overwhelmed and we can let, let the crushing of like, I'm not doing it the right way or I'm not doing it enough or just sit, just be still because it's God. It's God, like in these verses from Romans, it's God who develops the maturity. It's God who gives the endurance. It's God who gives the encouragement and the counsel. It says over and over, it never says, um, it's me. It doesn't say you, your encouragement or your effort or your endurance or your counsel. It's all God's. And so there's so much freedom in that. But it also requires action on your part. You have to show up. You have to show up and sit, mm-hmm. right? He's not going to come and beat you over the head with, I mean, actually he will, if he needs to, he's done that <laughs> before, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, the action on your part is just come and sit. It's a big ask, believe it or not. It is. It's such a big, a big thing. I mean, it takes so much more for us to make an appointment with God and to go and sit and be still and listen and wait and pray and watch for him. But it is the greatest gift that you can give yourself Mm -hmm. this season. The greatest gift that you can offer uh, offering to God that would be so pleasing and so honoring for him on his birthday. Think of it as a birthday present. And not only that, the benefits that you receive are going to bless everyone around you, your family, your friends, your community, your neighbors, every, every stranger you come in contact with. Because when we are filled with that whole being hope, you cannot help but let it spill over. And and it is going to create this just harmonious choir Mm -hmm. of living out your life. And and the Lord is just going to shine through, which is truly all year round what life is about, but certainly in December on Jesus's birthday. Yes. And I will say, I mean, you can think I'm pretty old. I've gone pretty far. I'm pretty off the path, if you will. My kids can tell you, some of my kids know pre-Jesus Melissa. And they're, they see the impact that he's made on my life and the time that I spend with him and the quiet time and the restraint that I, you know, exhibit. Daily. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exhibit on a moment-to-moment basis. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's okay to be vulnerable and to don't be afraid to try. It's hard to try new things, but it's also okay to change a narrative in your head. And not be that bad person anymore. And I don't want to say bad person because that sounds so yuck. But not be that person anymore. Strive to be better. You deserve better. Um, I was asking recently, is this God's best for me? That's a question I have for myself all the time. Am I choosing God's best? Is this God's best? Am I waiting for God's best? Or am I just jumping on the first thing that comes by? Mm, I love that. So Merry Christmas. And thank you for being with us this year. Um, there's, it's been a roller coaster of a year, uh-huh. the ups and downs. <laughs> so thanks for joining us. And we, our prayer for all of you listening and not listening in the world is that you will experience this incredible whole being hope this holiday season in a way that you never have before. And don't forget the formula in plus four plus on plus two equals hope. 
And that's that's a wrap, guys. Y'all, that's some crazy stuff right there. I'm going to have to write that down for myself. But we're <laughs> going to take this crazy train right into January. So we look forward to chatting with you again in the new year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.